It's Monday, and it's the morning, and it's macabre. Hey, it's your two favorite young fellows here with another episode of the thriller that critics are calling Not My Cup of Tea. (laughs) Critics are saying, (laughs) all right, not for me. Not for me. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre, Scones and Darcy. I am Darcy. I'm scones. And Not we're figuring out the gain on my mic. Hold on. And he's figuring out the gain for all you listeners who aren't uh, a little inside baseball for you. Gain is kind of like volume. It has nothing to do with baseball. No, it doesn't. But this is the podcast where we talk about spooky, creepy, weird, spooky, creepy stuff. We uh, talk about the it. creepiest, spooky, weirdest stuff you've ever heard. Stories, urban legends, tales, uh, urban legends, stories, people, murderers, crazy stuff. And you uh, you come every week for some reason, you sick Yeah, sick what's people. the matter with you? You should see somebody about this. You should. Or you should call us up on our phones. Our phone numbers are as follows. Go. That would be wild if we Address. just gave away our phone number. If we just gave away our P.O. box number. If we gave our... Hey, what's your social security, dude? Oh. It's just me. Ha, 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 ha. Here's my AAA number. It's zero. <laughs> Honestly, I would be okay with giving out my AAA information. My AAA card. I can give out so my you guys, AAA. If you guys are like, card. oh man, I I bought flat tire. Good thing I've got Darcy's <laughs> AAA. Monday morning cops got my back. If you're broke down, <laughs> that's on the, highway. the promise we give you. Is that you get 25 miles on a silver membership? I just broke down in a car, in a parking lot literally last week. I went to start my car. And every light that it has came on, and then it just didn't start. And then the battery was dead, I guess. I don't know. Wait, this is real? This is real. Yeah, this, I was in a shop oh, okay. parking lot, <laughs> uh, so my life was in danger. And I was trying to start my vehicle, and it just did not start. You were in a Shaw's parking lot alone in a small suburban town? I know. A large, alive? white male like me, very vulnerable. <laughs> uh, six four, <laughs> white guy, scary. Scary to be me there. Uh, in the midday, <laughs> I'm surprised you're not dead. I I made it out, but you know that's sometimes you you gotta you gotta think on your feet and call AAA. Also, you just gave away your height. All the psychos uh, they're gonna be you're able to right. find you now. If you want, hey, if you if you're out there and you want to be six four, like like two two ten two fifteen. Ooh, like, they're giving away his weight too. <laughs> yeah, what else, what other dimensions do I have? I give um, that blood pressure. Uh, my yeah. If you guys want to be one hundred thousand over twenty, all right. What about uh, wait? (laughs) (laughs) Everything's bloated, baby. There's actually just a car motor where his heart used to be. Yeah, I'm three hundred over two twenty, bro. I'm stressed as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, and I have a uh, I've got an Iron Man's uh, uh, power core thing in my chest. What's it called? An arc reactor. Yes, an arc reactor. Thank you, my dear boy. That is keeping me going to tell you guys <laughs> about the horrific things that have happened in history. <laughs> it's it's fine. I read comic books. It's whatever. It's not a big deal. Scones knows like so much about comic books. Oh my god, he's such a nerd. If you wanna if you wanna talk comics, DM, subscribe, unsubscribe. If you wanna talk comics with a six foot nine, four hundred pound linebacker, call up Scones. Stop <laughs> giving away my dimensions now. <laughs> <laughs> Today, today I'm the macabarista. I'm the macabarista, and you're you're the, you're the vendor. Or no, you're the the. I'm the manager. You're the manager. You're the assistant manager managing a hostage crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two yeah, people yeah. are gonna get shout it. out. Shout out to the person who understands. <laughs> I'm like that that donut that's like the second row in that you're like ah I really want that one but I know they're gonna grab the one in the back that looks like a fly just ate it. 
And I'm the donut that's Boston cream, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Let's talk spooky. <laughs> so today we have a listener suggestion. And do you know why I say a suggestion in such a bad uh, French accent? Uh, because we're going to Germany, baby. We're going to Germany. Krampusnacht. Oh, Krampusnacht is actually coming up. Yeah, it is. Get your get your hard hats. What's that like I December guess. like eighth or something? Something like that. But uh, I am assuming we're going to France, Scones. We're going to France, and this is a suggestion by uh, Roseanne or at Riddlemakers on Instagram. Riddlemakers. Uh, we realized we 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 goofed. <laughs> We done goofed. You suggested this a while ago, and it slipped through the cracks, and we found it, and we're like, you know what? We dusted it off, popped it in uh, our mouths. Our bad. <laughs> our, our bad. Apologies. Uh, we can't... We're... I, I don't know what else to say, except uh, I, we're big, dumb boys. We're the dumbest boys in school. We are... We were voted most dumb, was our superlative. <laughs> yeah, we were to separate high schools, but they bust us in <laughs> to each other's high schools to take pictures for and the b- dumbest boys in school. I thought it was very creative of them to have us both wearing an I'm with stupid shirt that pointed towards each other in each other's yearbooks. I thought that was a pretty cool little thing. I like to think it cancels out and it makes us both smart. You're right. Two dumbs make a big smarty. <laughs> All right, so two smarties about to bring you the story of the the found... I don't even know. It doesn't really have a title. Uh, a found video in the Paris... Oh, catacombs. Okay, I like the. This is very. Uh, I like that it doesn't have a, a real title. It's very avant garde, which is I don't know if that's France, but <laughs> oh, that's French for avalanche. That's French for uh, uh, avalanche <laughs> uh, grande supreme. Yeah, it's like a new Taco it, Bell. It's, taco. it's French for my Taco Bell order. Yeah. <laughs> um, it sounds like the Blair Witch when you say it like that, and I'm into it. Yeah, it's got big time. Uh, wait, uh, you know what? Before I get into it, band, play oh, that true. funky music. Play that stinky music. Band, just get stinky. Get <laughs> stinky over there, band. All right, scones, tell us about France, baby. <sighs> For this episode, I almost took a pickleback shot, and then I didn't. You are so fucking brave. I just took the whiskey part of it. All right, so let's get into it. <laughs> I'm drinking a raspberry pink lemonade. Yeah, let's get into what we drink. I want to get sponsored by alcohol. Like, hey, alcohol, if you're out there, sponsor us. Big alcohol, we could use you. Hey, um, Jameson? What would be the Monday morning macabre cocktail at a bar? The Monday morning macabre cocktail, yeah, we'd you have, have to make it up. You it'd have a like license. A, it'd be like a dark and stormy, but like a dark and macabre, like a I don't know. You know, yeah. I, I don't have enough. Ugh, you're putting me on the spot. Scones, go ahead with your your shit. <laughs> We're gonna be talking about the missing man in the Paris catacombs. The missing man in the Paris catacombs. Yes. So essentially, I'm gonna be reading from a a, a ghost in my machine dot com. That's a hell of a website name. I like that. It's very cool. Um, I definitely check out the website. This is a free plug for them. It's a very elegantly done and well-designed website. Hey. Probably using and Squarespace. If you want a we- <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> if you want a well-designed website, check out Squarespace. So let's talk about the missing man in the pe- catacombs. Can we talk? Okay. The, pe- the catacombs are an insane thing. Dude, that- it's insane. Hold on. Let me bring up some just baseline 
Yeah, give us some just straight them. facts about the catacombs, because at a baseline, it's nuts. So the catacombs of Paris are an underground ossuary, is the name for it, in Paris, France. Uh, there was a movie that came out not too long ago. Uh, As Above, So Below. Yes. Uh, like wow, a horror movie where people were trapped in the catacombs and uh, scary stuff ensues. I'm glad I got that. These catacombs that are under the city of Paris hold the remains of more than 6 million people. And they're not like elegantly laid out to rest. They're just fucking there's thrown like, anywhere. Yeah, there's just piles of skulls. Looks like and, a 15-year-old's like, room. Art. Yeah. It almost looks like they're putting together, what do you call it, uh, when you like break glass and put together a mosaic. It's almost like a mosaic, a mosaic of bones yeah. in some parts. It's like your 14-year-old nephew's socks just scattered around his room, but it's people's heads and shit. And they're they're fucking huge. We'll get into that later. But it's it's a it's a large network of tunnels filled with the remains of dead French people. <laughs> Got him. All right. So let's read from this article. It says it's by Lucia. So Lucia. That's all it says. Uh, okay. From Ghost in the Machine. A quick Google search is all it takes to find it. There is out there a video footage of a man who disappeared in the Paris catacombs of France in the early 1990s. Oh. So, Darius, this is right when me and you are, like, popping out, coming we're into the world. We're popping champagne. Coming out into the world, like, oh, what's up? We're taking over. <laughs> hey, what, a, lo- a soul for a soul, baby. Get lost in those catacombs twice, brother. <laughs> it's not a long video. It's just about a minute and a half on its own, although there might be more to see, depending on the context in which you find the video. Ooh, I'm into this. Are we about to get cursed? I feel like we're about Kinda to get cursed. Sus. I, well, I think if we watch the video, we're going to wake up Yo, in France in the catacombs. France is sus, dude. I'm going to be like, oh, Paris. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, <laughs> and then get dragged into the darkness. I watched Emily in Paris on Netflix. I didn't actually, but that's a free plug. And what it shows is by no means graphic. Indeed, taken alone, it's hardly unsettling, let alone frightening. The uneasiness kicks in when you remember the story connected to the footage. Ooh. That it purports to show a man's final moments, and that man who filmed it was never seen again. Was George H.W. Bush. It was George H.W. Bush, everyone. That's <laughs> our show. Band, play us hey. out. No, Stink so basically, it it's a kind of a... I've watched the, the footage. Ooh, you're cursed. It's, it's actually pretty creepy when you realize that the, the video... Well, first, let's talk about the Paris Catacombs some more. <laughs> The Paris catacombs are spooky enough on their own, even without a potentially unsolved disappearance to take into account. Ossuaries, cemeteries, and other places that house the remains of dead tend to have that kind of effect on people. What's sort of interesting, though, is that the catacombs were originally built for an imminently practical purpose. They were meant to solve a public health crisis. Ooh. Paris's history is vast. The oldest evidence we have of human habitation dates back to 8000 B.C., which, as you might imagine, has resulted in a lot of dead people over the millennia. True. Indeed, according to Smithsonian Magazine, so many Parisians had died by the 17th century that the cemeteries were literally overflowing with bodies. Yuck. What an insane thought. Well, because like, you got to figure that's like hotbed of yeah 17th century. That's hotbed. Like You've already gone through the Black Plague and shit. Right. Which has wiped yeah. out like two-thirds of your population. So, <laughs> so it's basically going to be America in like a year? That's what you're saying? Probably. Cool. With any luck. Hey, (laughs) fingers crossed, brother. This, in turn, led to the rampant spread of disease in Paris. 
1786, the decision was made to empty the cemeteries and transfer the remains of the city's dead into tunnels that existed below the streets of Paris. Ooh. The tunnels had been created from the mining of limestone quarries centuries before. They were perfect pre-built catacombs. So basically, yeah. 1786, like we've talked about on tons of episodes, you got like tuberculosis, you got scarlet fever, you got tons of diseases that come with when you just have dead people like on your front porch. Right. Right. And so the basically the city already had these tunnels because they mined out all the limestone to build dope ass limestone places. You can tell I don't know a lot about masonry. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was going to say some dope ass limestone places. Dude, I love me some dope ass limestone. The tunnel. I, I could just Wikipedia limestone. We could just get into that if you want. Yeah, let's just talk about different kinds of like rock and. Let's talk mineral. about granite countertops, people. <laughs> With Squarespace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels had been created from mining of. Uh, nope, I already read that. Over the course of twelve, you years, are at ten out of ten right now. <laughs> listen, the whiskey's flowing. Over the course of twelve years. The bodies of six to seven million people were moved to what would become known as the catacombs of Paris. And that's why you brush your teeth. That's what I'm going to tell my daughter. If you don't brush your teeth, that's what happens. Just show her graphic photos (laughs) of the skulls and bones of the catacombs. Be like, all these people didn't brush their teeth. I really, it's going to be amazing the way that we keep this podcast from your daughter till she's an adult. (laughs) I don't know what I'm comfortable. I've had that thought a lot and be like. um, With her hearing the shit we say. Yeah, she'd be like, hey, Dad, there's like hundreds of hours of you uh, just saying nonsense. And I'm going to be like, yeah, hey, well. Dad, there's kids at school like making fun <laughs> of me about my dad saying how slippery his DMs are. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, good luck. I'm not going to prom with <laughs> good you. Good luck. Time to record. <laughs> I can't hear you. I'm talking to scones. <laughs> Naturally, the catacombs subsequently gained a reputation for being haunted. That's a lot of dead people after all. Yeah, seems fair. <laughs> yeah, even by today's standards, if there's that many dead people in one place, that's getting the haunted mark. It, yeah, yeah, that's 100%. The tunnels that make up the catacombs wend their way through the subterranean depths of Paris for more than 200 miles. Jesus. And every one of those miles is lined with the bones of dead Parisians. Wow. To give you a general idea of the total distance covered by Parisian catacombs. If I'm six foot four and you, <laughs> and you lay me down. It's like a thousand Darcy's. It's like at least a thousand me's. Uh, to give you an idea. So that's about the length of a trip by car between New York, boo, and Boston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Band, play Tessie by the Dropkick Martin. No. <laughs> And given how twisting, ben, turning, and play down. Sweet Caroline. Shut the fuck up. Play shipping up the. Play any Dropkick Murphy song. <laughs> and given how twisting, turning, and downright dark the tunnels are, it's perhaps inevitable that over the centuries a few living people would get lost down there. Yep. Indeed, one of these lost souls serves as the inspiration for the most enduring ghost story connected to the catacombs: the disappearance and subsequent death of Philibert Asper. Ooh. So I'm giving you, I'm giving the listeners a little, a little, si- a little entree. Ooh, wait, a little entree, a little entree, like tapas. Yeah, it's like tapas. It's a thing of spooky tapas. I'm giving you before <laughs> I give you the entree. Okay. Fuck, I'm starving. Isn't right. that what an appetizer is? <laughs> yeah, but some appetizers, like when you go to like a fancy place and you get like a a scallop 
dish appetizer and it's like one half of a scallop yeah like, this isn't enough yeah but then on the other hand when you go to a not fancy place and you order an appetizer and it's like a whole they, blooming <laughs> onion i'm like whoa this is a huge blooming onion and i'm like crikey crikey <laughs> blooming <laughs> onions here in the <laughs> states all right do that accent for the rest of the show and go Early in the catacombs, life is an ossuary. I can't tell if you're British or if you're Australian. I don't mean either. Yeah, that's going to be one of those uh, <laughs> accents we can't do soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in yeah, the yeah. future. They're going to be like, oh, he said good day. He said kangaroo. Dude. Dude. When I was a kid, I you could idolized say Steve Irwin. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that's <laughs> that's not way what di- I was going to say. Way different wavelengths. <laughs> <laughs> all right when you were a kid what were you saying oh i idolized steve Irwin. i was outside oh, like yeah, picking yeah, up yeah. like garter snakes and shit being like oh she's a boot oh it's a nice garter snake dude any animal to that guy was a beaut and i was i there's yeah. a special place in heaven for animal lovers true early in the catacombs life is an underground ossuary asper a doorkeeper and porter <laughs> for the val de grace hotel Oh, no hospital, not a hotel. Very (laughs) different reason to stay. Venture down into the catacombs through a staircase accessible from the hospital's courtyard. That's And they would just yeet people into the... Insane that the hospital, they just built a a direct hallway to the graveyard. Dude, I love love that H.H. Holmes spent all his goddamn time doing the shit he did and could have just gone to Paris and been like, hey, this is great for me. You, I you thrive gotta here. think when you get checked into the hospital, they do not have a high confidence of saving you when there's a direct you know, staircase a to dr- the fucking yeah. burial ground. Yeah, dude, the afterlife's on speed dial in that place. The afterlife's on speed dial. That's another slogan for this season. Slogan for season two. Okay, so what do we have for slogans? We have more handsome men. <laughs> Hashtag. Young, Young in the streets, streets, old in the sheets. Which actually, Jenny pointed out to me, when you type that out, it looks like it says, it could say, Young in the street, sold in the sheets. That's very Which is way, way worse. That gives us a very Jeffrey Epstein vibe, which I'm not about. Yeah. Yep. All right, Just, so uh, we're retiring that officially. <laughs> it's officially gone, guys. That That is a very much done... Uh, okay, so now our, we have two. We have more handsome men, <laughs> which is here to stay. Don't worry. Yes, yes. Don't worry. No, more handsome men's not going anywhere. Dude, I bet uh, Philibert Esther Esper or whatever Esper. was the handsome guy. Oh, sounds like it. And then what was the one you just said that we uh, afterlife on speed dial? Afterlife on speed dial. There we go. So his body was discovered in the catacombs in 1804. At which point he had been missing from his house for ten or twelve years. <laughs> what the fuck? Apparently in, like, 19th century France, they were, like, didn't go looking for someone for a while. It 10 to 12 years, apparently. That's Well, uh, I guess it makes sense when, like, you don't have phones or, like, tracking or, like, social media. I People guess, just disappear and it's like, no oh, he relatives? probably went to America to make fortune or something. I don't know. Mm. Or he's French, so he went to Quebec to sell fur. That's what I assume they all did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, uh, Which So, basically, his disappearance occurred somewhere between 1902. Oh, wait. The, the the person who wrote this uh, done fucked up. Wait, what do you mean? They said his body was discovered in 1804, so his disappearance occurred between 1902 and 1904. <laughs> Dude, this is a way bigger story than Dude, they made it up. Dude, he tried This is wild. <laughs> um, we'll go with the nine. She typed 19 twice, so I assume that's the right one. Yeah. So uh, his body was discovered in 1904. In a cruel twist of fate, his remains were found only a few feet from... So that's even crazier that he was down for 10 or 12 years in 1904. Yeah, in a cruel true. twist of fate, his remains were found only a few feet from an exit. 
That he was sucks. so close to getting out and he didn't make it. So that's even scarier that it's not like he got lost. It's like he was there. Yeah, he saw the light and then sort of like did he st- like did he what? Yeah, what was what was going on there? I don't know. Perhaps that's why many believe he's still down there. In one way, he actually is. His tomb is located Ooh. deep within the catacombs. So they buried him down there. What an a- oh man. He's in an area that is restricted to the public. I like that they're like he came so close to getting him out, getting out of here. Let's eat him. I bet, I bet he wanted there. to stay yeah. <laughs> yeah. for eternity. That's pretty fucked up. But according to some, his ghost wanders freely through the tunnels even now. He's said to protect those who venture into the catacombs. Oh, so he's a cool ghost. Although, oh, from okay. what they might need protecting, most fear to say. Ooh. Um, another story of the catacombs, more recently and less spookily, although <laughs> no less frighteningly. I like the adverbs going on. Two teenagers spent three days lost within the catacombs in 2017. Hashtag recent. Before being found on June 14th. They're fine now, but they were taken to the hospital and treated for hypothermia. Because apparently it gets real fucking cold down there. Which makes sense. It's underground. Yeah. Also, ghosts are generally cold, you know. Oh, my God. You can imagine how cold you are when there's like 10 or 12 ghosts going through you every hour? Yeah. On the hour. You're fine until one o'clock hits, and then ten twelve ghosts just fly through. Bunch of you're like, whoa! It's like they're all trying to. It's like three stooges, like whoop, whoop, move, move it. They're like trying to get through the doorway all together. Yeah, and they're all stuck in your butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's unknown. Yeah. It's unknown how the teenagers got in there, with the exception of the roughly mile and a quarter of the tunnels that are officially open to the public. So that sounds like exactly how they got in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. It should be noted that no one has ever gotten lost in these public areas. Well, it's been illegal to enter the catacombs since 1955. Wait, so in 54, you could have just like strolled in no problem like it's a state park? So basically, the yeah, there's parts of it that are open, but not a lot of it. And it's, it's only a mile and a quarter of the 200 miles. That's crazy. So it's illegal to enter anywhere else. And no one's ever gotten lost in the area that is legal because I assume they path it out because it's fucking for the public. Right. Entrances and exits are to the tunnels are regularly... Wow. Hold on. <laughs> I, read, I read that like a real drunk. Hold on. Entrances, <laughs> entrances <laughs> and exits to the tunnel are regularly yep. tracked down and boarded up, making it increasingly difficult to find your way into the restricted areas of the catacombs. I thought you were going to say, like, move around like stairs at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 that would have been do, way cool. <laughs> That, however, well, way cooler. has not stopped the truly dedicated from seeking out the dwindling numbers of open entrances. Okay. Known as cataphiles, these brave Ooh. souls might enter into the catacombs for a variety of reasons, ranging from throwing clandestine parties to simply wanting to explore. And in the early 90s, one such explorer allegedly lost their way, oh. leaving only a discarded camera with some unsettling footage. That's... Spooky. That's, yeah, and it's a lead into our, our spooky entree for the night. Yum, 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 yum. Also, cataphiles. I love that they cataphiles. have their own people who just love yeah. the catacombs. Yeah, well, cataphiles sounds like you love cats. Like, Jimmy, yeah. you're listening to this. You're True. a cataphile. Jimmy. Yeah, you're a cataphile, Jim. The black. I wanted people to simmer on Jimmy being a cataphile. Jimmy? Yeah. Hey. If, if, if you don't know Jimmy, should I shout out his, his, uh, his social media so they can just <laughs> harass him? Yeah, everyone go to his Tumblr. <laughs> oh, his Tumblr is fire. All right, anyway, off Jimmy. Jimmy, keep coming up like that in conversation. You might get in the award show next year. 
See you in 56 episodes, baby. The lost footage found. The black and white footage was shot on a camcorder, likely an 8mm device using a video cassette. You know, that, like, the same footage that, like, people of me and your age, Darcy, like, have from our, like, five-year-old birthday parties. Yeah, 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 yeah. And our dad's taking, like, cheeky shots of, like, his, like, our uncles being like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, hey, get out of here. <laughs> Consisting entirely of point-of-view shots, it's largely unremarkable until the final few minutes of the video. There it goes from simple views of tunnels and bones to something different. Okay. First of what all, the explorer with the camera begins to walk faster. Increasing his pace. Uh-oh. Then he starts to run. <gasps> oh, we're getting spooked. His breathing intensifies as he starts to run. It becomes clear that he's scared. The point of view shot becomes disorienting as he runs, swinging from tunnel to tunnel, seeming to reflect his confusion about which one he should run down next. That's terrifying. Almost as if something's chasing him. Dude, I watched this video. You can watch it on YouTube. It's fucking horrifying. <laughs> I would poop my my pretzels i would say i don't know do we want to edit in like audio of the video i don't know it probably wouldn't do you good because it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a video you can't just have audio <laughs> then finally the camera he's holding drops to the ground uh-oh it lands in a puddle on its side and there it stays well okay this is the this is classic horror film Dude, it's very much Blair Witch. It films the man's feet running away from the camera, which alone has been his only source of light throughout the entire ordeal. Then it continues to film until the cassette runs out of tape. Jesus. So this guy That's... holding the camera, the camera is his only form of light. Yeah, why would you drop that? It's like, what, what was that game we played in college? Outlast. Outlast. Shout out to Calvin, a.k.a. Scally Cat, for finding those batteries. AKA, anyway. <laughs> that's, a, that's a shout out to see if he actually listens, because he'll could either you, text me or he won't. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine how, you know when you can't see and you walk, and even if you know the room, you still walk with your hands like out because you're like, a door's going to be right in front of me any second now. Yeah. How, how could you run through the catacombs... Dude, no I, can, I cannot picturing running in complete darkness. Like, you couldn't pay me to full Awful. speed run in complete darkness. Hell no. That is against every, like, instinct or human reaction yeah. ever. Yep. And he just drops it. And he, something got to this guy, whether it was madness or something was chasing him. And he just was like, fuck it. I guess the camera isn't, it's slowing me down. I don't know why he'd drop it, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, the baby what? in the Mothman need- episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sinking. I need to get rid of extra weight. That's a uh, that's terrifying. Maybe he heard his mom call and he's like, "Oh, I gotta get home." The camera would later be found in one of the deepest areas of the catacombs by other explorers some years later, but the man who brought it down there would never be found. Shit, his remains were never found, and he was never identified. That is spooky so him being not identified and him being not found can you can just chalk it up to like oh he like ran away or whatever but this story was pretty public in france and so because i'm leaning towards like oh this is like a this is like a publicity stunt thing or a either way we have no idea what happened to this guy that's crazy the timeline is equally hazy so darce i know you're there on a cork board putting up pictures with the you have the the yarn going, the timeline. Yeah, I've got my old uh, ashtray that's still smoking next to me. You, you're telling all the, the cops working the beat 
like everything yeah. about the case. Yep. My wife is mad. <laughs> See, you get it. Most sources I identify. <laughs> most sources identify the disappearance as having occurred in the early nineties, but don't specify. Uh, don't identify a specific year. According to the podcast, or plug another podcast. Uh-oh. According to the podcast, Monday Morning Macabre. Ooh, I wish. Have no, a hotline pl- to the afterlife. <laughs> Colin, if you want to talk to someone. <laughs> Dude, if you read that sentence, I would have my head would have exploded. According <laughs> to the podcast Haunted Places, however, it occurred in 1993. The birth year of scones. But it's also <sighs> worth noting that Haunted Places also presents its stories as real, even though they may not be. For those of you out there trying to do the math, it is 27. Oh, dude, come on. You're making me feel old. No, I want to be one of those wine moms who keeps saying it's her 30th birthday. <laughs> that was my mom. While the podcast's historical research is consistently solid, many of the spookier aspects of the episodes come from hearsay and urban legends. So, so this is just a disclaimer. But we don't like disclaimers here at Monday Morning Macabre. We like to go full tilt into what's it horrifying. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. The, fo- <laughs> the footage was then found some years later. As far as I know, the first time it was ever shown to the public was on October 24th, 2000. Whoa. That's seven years. Again, we're we're, we're math guys. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast, honestly, is 75% mathematics. That's when it aired as part of a segment about the Paris Catacombs on the television program, Scariest Places on Earth, which first aired on the Fox Family Network before later appearing on ABC Family, now known as Freeform. Oh, yeah, why is it on all family programming? I don't know. You, it was know, also- you ever just sit down with your parents and children and just turn on the scariest places on earth? It was also on Sci-Fi. Okay, that makes sense, dude. Sci-Fi also made the mon- the uh, the Mothman. Mothman movie. Dude, Sci-Fi is our sure best did. hope of getting a TV show. Sci-Fi, if you're out there, or Netflix, True. they make shows for anybody. Sci-Fi. I know make this a show is for us. No, there's no reason for us to have a visual version of like medium to this, but we got some ideas. No, I'm telling you, it's a spooky. It's it's literally hot ones, but instead we interview people after they go through a haunted house. <laughs> That's the show. We're like, hey, Kevin Hart, what's it like uh, being <laughs> on tour? And then he goes through a haunted house and he gets really scared. And then he like we're at the end of it and we're like. So, what's it like balancing family life with comedy? <laughs> We're doing a deep dive on your Instagram. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the segment from the TV shows is the segment that's passed around as proof of the footages. Footages existence footages. doesn't appear to be available in any other format. The voice hmm. you hear is that of Francis Friedland, the documentary filmmaker featured on the Scariest Places on Earth episode, who's investigated the footage. According to this Friedland, he acquired the video directly from the cataphiles who allegedly recovered the camcorder. And when he ventured into the catacombs himself during the Scariest Places episodes, he and his team seemingly found a section of the tunnel that may appear to match the video. Ooh. So basically, the video is sus. It could be fake, but that's stupid and we don't fake. like to think that. <laughs> but we're not here for science. We're not telling you how to live your life or do policy. We're telling you we're how to math. totally go full tilt into scary shit. Yeah. And basically, the video is definitely in a place in the catacombs that's off limits. Okay. It's spooky. To me, seemingly not scripted enough to be like there's not enough in it to be fake from my point of view. Okay. I feel like they would have had someone chasing him or they would have made it scarier or they would have had audio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess they could have. Yeah. It wouldn't have been very is like, subtle it's, for it to be. Exactly. It's subtle a, enough to be real in my mind. Yeah, that's spooky. That's a good point. 
You're really smart. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Because <laughs> here, Money Morning Macabre, we're both smart. We have shirts that point at each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have we have two pointing shirts that say this guy's smart. But basically, um, I encourage you to look it up yourself. Um, there's people who say that it's fake. There's people who are like, no, fuck that. It's real. Uh, I'm in the latter. Because I like. More fun. I mean, it's way more fun to think it's real. Also, the Paris catacombs in general just have themselves tons of scary stories tons of spooky vibes for sure i don't know how you couldn't get ghost stories and yeah like occurrences if there ever was a place for haunted shit to happen it's seven million (laughs) dead people hanging out together 200 miles of graveyard underground in pitch black dark (laughs) like a thousand darcy's worth of dark spooky bones and there are people who do go like we're not encouraging anyone to explore the catacombs because again you can get lost very easily in 200 miles worth of pitch black tunnels and you can die from hypothermia as it just the way that when you build tunnels they get very cold at night <laughs> um scones is a tunnel expert nighttime tunnel expert listen i'm a big time tunnel guy yeah he's like a mole rat i'm like a 10 ton tunnel guy and it's listen it gets it's cold tommy the there. 10 ton tunnel guy and it's me 10 ton tunnel tommy <laughs> <laughs> i love alliteration me too and we My, do it a lot on this show and it, it shows <laughs> <laughs> it is called monday morning macabre <laughs> that's a good point watch the video and decide for yourself what do yes. you think leave a comment like say hey subscribe. this is this like subscribe say this is bullshit this is not bullshit either way it's a spooky story and shout out to riddle makers for yes sending this in and At letting us riddle talk makers about it even though we were like like 10 months late at riddle makers on instagram she is a uh, very gifted tattoo artist who has her she did make a sweet monday morning macabre tattoo fan art thing she did you can actually see her great monday morning macabre fan art tattoo on her um, professional tattoo account at rdg tattoo so shout out to you check it out because we have fan art and it makes me feel good yeah it makes me feel like i'm a big i'm a real boy <laughs> i'm a big strong guy uh, <laughs> I'm a big, some big tiny tunnel guy. And while you're on the uh, social media looking that up, check us out at Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram, MM Macabre Pod on Twitter, and our website, MondayMorningMacabre.com for Patreon and shop and anything else you could possibly want to get others for Christmas. Do we have merch coming down the pipeline or? Uh, we got some pipeline merch. Pipeline merch. Some thematic November, December merch on its way. So. Keep an eye out for that. We'll let you guys know. And again, uh, at Riddlemaker, we are very sorry this one slipped through the cracks, especially since you made a fan art for us. We should have put you top of the list. <laughs> We're the worst. We hate ourselves. We missed it. We hate ourselves. We hate you guys. And we hope you have a good Monday. Bye. Bye.